Hello, this is Evan Pearson, another episode of Sporvada Sports, a.k.a. Big Ev, um, right back at you. Um, another solo pod today. Um, so I'll go right into it. NBA Finals. We're going to talk about that. The situation with Kevin Durant, he had a torn, ruptured Achilles. You know, hope he has a fast recovery. That's awful. So we'll all get that covered. We also will go into the NCAAs. Uh, Pending the pending will might not happen. We'll see what happens. I just think is a very important topic of that. Will NCAA athletes get paid? Will they get paid, or will it be a benefit or or negative? Well, you know, well, what will happen if they pay NCAA athletes? Because Zion Williamson's a great example. That guy produced so much money, so much money for the NCAA. So will it happen? Will it not? And also, we'll get into Another NCAA thing, mostly pertaining to basketball. Will they eliminate the one-and-done rule? Will Adam Silver or the NCAA, will they eliminate that one-and-done rule as it happened before? Like athletes like Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard, you know, et cetera, et cetera, LeBron James. Will they eliminate the one-and-done rule? Will it benefit? Will it be a negative? So it's a lot of uh, good topping points today on today's episode. Um, so I'll just get right into it. Um, NBA Finals, you know, Raptors, Warriors. Um, right now, the Raptors are up 3-2. Um, I thought it's, it's, it's going pretty good. It's a pretty good series. But my, um, obviously, the Raptors could have ended it right there in Toronto. That was their fault. They had the, you know, the uh, momentum and everything, and they just crashed at the end, especially when they, they didn't have uh, Kevin Durant. So I was shocked there. It was a big shock to me that that occurred. Um and even too like that uh, game five, the disrespect, the utmost disrespect, uh, the Canadian uh, Toronto fans um, to Kevin Durant, that they cheered him, they well not cheered but they were ha- they were booing him off the court like they were like happy that he's get he got hurt and everything like no matter if you're the opposing fan, you're still got to appreciate the other opponent okay he has an injury like when i'm growing up and i was playing football you took a knee for the opposite um team if the other players got hurt you took a knee for him because it's a sign of respect so there's you know it's just very disrespectful that you know that's happening and it's besides that it's been a great series uh quiet leonard's been showing up uh I always love how he doesn't have the same accolades as Jordan, but his play style is very familiar to Jordan. You know, how he drives the hoop, his post fadeaways, his decisions he makes, how he's a great defender. So it just makes, you know, it makes me, you know, just, I don't know. It just makes me feel like Michael Jordan. It's just, it, it makes it feel like Michael Jordan, right? It's Kawhi Leonard. Um, that I always liked about him it was always interesting. Um, and then, you know, Curry, you know, Thompson and all of them, they can handle it themselves. They can handle it themselves. They're a good team without Durant, no matter with or without Durant. Um, the Warriors have always been a good team. You know, they've always been a good team, you know, winning all those titles in the recent years. Um, but I don't know. The Warriors have a chance of coming back and winning this thing. I'm not saying it is possible, but, you know, it's hard to come back from 3-1, but they already, they're one step closer to that. 
and the Cavaliers did that to them, you know, with LeBron's only title with uh, Cleveland. Um, so it will be an interesting series, but I think the Raptors will be able to close it out in Oakland, even though it is a away game for the Toronto. Um, just the momentum and the shift that, you know, losing Durant and the emotion it took on the Warriors uh, team and how that affected them heavily it's just crazy the GM almost cried and it was just you know it just took it took a big hit for the Warriors because at the same time there was uh, news that were released that um that Durant wasn't at 100% healed and it made sense too that they brought him back early because they were down three run one and they it was a desperate situation it was a desperate scenario and they needed Durant right now you know it was a desperate move and now they're regretting it they're regretting regretting it big time big time you know because they could have Durant at least for game seven if they pushed it there because anyways they're not having him rest of this you know see he's probably be out for a year you know he's he has a big recovery ahead of him um you know and that he wasn't fully 100% you know and that, that was just they're putting they're putting the the success of the team over his health and that's a big question that could be that should be covered in the future because it's it's important you know you don't want you want to have the players healthy you want to have them healthy you don't want them to be you know you don't want them to be all that you know get hurt or anything it's just not you do not want that you just don't want that it's something you don't want in a, you know that thing but We'll see what happens. It's just, it's going to be a good game six, um, you know, in Oakland. It's always a good, you know, good game if it's an Oracle because the crowds always gets crazy there and stuff, as a, you know. So, and this could be, you know, this is, could be Kevin Durant's last year as a Warrior and maybe other players, you know, saying Clay Thompson will stay, you know, there's always a possibility of him leaving. You never know. Um, but this free agency will shake up things up and, you know, you know, there's already so many motives that Durant will go to Knicks, the Knicks, you know, the New York Knicks. So in the long run, this could be, you know, major, major, major change. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, just covering that. There's, um, that's something that we'll look forward to and, um, I'm excited. So we'll see what happens there. So going on to my next point, the NCAA issues that are going to occur maybe in the future. We'll see what happens. This is a huge, huge, huge uh, situation that can occur because um, they are in the process of they're talking about. It's not there. It's in the works. It's not going to. You never know. It might not happen. But at the same time, it could. Um, the possibility of paying N NCAA athletes. Will they pay them? You know. Because, um, you know, I told you in the example of Zion Williamson, that guy made so much money for the NCAA. Like, even at just do well, it's a Duke game. It's a Duke, um, the Duke uh, men's basketball team has always been a popular commodity. You know, celebrities already showed up before. But, like, there were so many celebrities that showed up for Zion Williamson because this kid was the kid. He was the kid. And, everyone wanted to have his eyes on it, even in person, you know, having in that environment and stuff. And even though they didn't win the championship in March Madness, it's still exciting. And the way he played was just vibrant and it made so much money, so much publicity, so much media. 
um, just for him, just for him. So it's just, it's huge. It's huge. And that's, and that's why it pulled into question, will they have to pay college athletes? Will they do that? Because in the long run, these players make so much money for them, it's unfair. They should get paid money. But on the opposite side of other things, you have to put into the fact that these players get full scholarships. They get full benefits. They get free food. They get free equipment. They get free, all this free stuff. You get free education. This is all free housing, free everything, free trips around the country. It's just, even though it's for their sport, it's something, you know, they love. But, you know, obviously, and people, student, regular students like, you know, me will be upset I'm like, I'm a student too, you know, why are they getting paid on top of all those free benefits they're already having, you know, but at the same time, I do get that you make so much money for the NCAA that they make off of them, you know, um, a great example will be um, the NCAA uh, football and basketball games, I believe the, yeah, NCAA 14 was the last one they had, and that was, that was pretty interesting, that was, uh, you know, because the last year was 2014, and they eliminated it because they had the player likeness on the in the game. Obviously, they didn't have the complete athlete. Because I think the last, yeah, it was Mariota was on the cover. No, no, I'm sorry, not on the cover. Sorry, Denard Robinson. Why am I thinking Mariota? Well, I'm a UO student, but yeah, forget that. But uh, so, yeah, so example, Denard Robinson, the Michigan quarterback. Um, you know, a great running quarterback in college, great college athlete, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They would have him in the game, his face, it won't be exactly like his face, but he'll be black, he would be have his dreadlocks as he was in college. Obviously, he, I think he's, he's shaved his, his head, he's in the dreadlocks anymore in the NFL. But um, yeah, so he, you know, Donard Robinson, you know, his type of helmet he wore, he wore like a DNA 6, I believe, uh, Schultz helmet. Um, and is that's yeah the type of uh, equipment he had, the type of stuff he, you know he wore, um, all that stuff. But they did not say his name. They just on the back of the jersey it just says quarterback sixteen. So that's the only thing. But at the same time, as a player like Donar Robinson, we're like, hey, that's even though it's not using my name, that's still using what I kind of look like. And what I wear, and what I, what position I play, what it, it shows, it's, it's a lot, it's player likeness. It's completely like their player likeness, um, and it's unfair. I understand that's that's why the EA did sports didn't want it, did not want to get into major lawsuits or anything, um, because you know they entered into that. They you know, and so that's when the 2014 was their last game, MCLA 14. So the fact that um, NCAA athletes might get paid again being a fan of that game you know obviously I don't I'm not you know, I'm kind of bobbled on both sides of the argument here um, I, you know I kind of would love to see NCAA football back It'd be kind of fun um, because they'll pay players and they can use their name so it, it's just a back and forth issue that you know it'd be very interesting what the NCAA ch- decides to do because at the same time, you know, high school athletes coming out of college, you don't need, for mostly particular to basketball, um, they do not need to go to college. 
to make money because they complain about, oh, I shouldn't be making money. Like, if you don't want to, like, most of the college athletes, you know, this year for UL, we had Bull Bull. The guy didn't do any class. I have friends that had classes with him. He didn't even care as much, you know, didn't even try. He took the easiest classes just to get by because he knew he was going to the NBA. Even though he was hurt, even though he was hurt, he still, you know. So, you know, these kids can easily go out right out of high school and go to Europe, European leagues. And European leagues, we got to give them credit. They are getting better and successful. European players are getting talented. Like Luka Doncic is a great example. Kristaps Porzingis, you know, the Europe is getting stronger, and I like that. I really have. I'm really like that. It's really awesome. Um, you know, so in the long run, this is you know, you like why it won't hurt to go to another country, play overseas, and get paid money, and then go over to the NBA, you know, and then draft. And you will get to play with much talent, more talented, not saying all college, you know, like college teams are better than, you know, not good, not good enough for European leagues. But still, like it still be a better level with more older men, more gen, you know, some guys that didn't make the NBA cut. So we still guys at that level. So it'll be good practice for them. So there's a bunch of issues that can be raised from this issue. So that could you know, it's very interesting. That's all I can say about it right now. It's just a very important issue that needs to be addressed, and they are addressing it, and um, we'll see how that goes. We'll just see how that goes. Um, personally, for me, I don't want the players to get paid. I do. Um, I feel bad for them. I do get why they they get they make uh, NCAA so much money, but at the same time, they're getting paid through scholarships, you know? They're getting paid. Like, I would love. Don't I, I? They could do this. I'm not saying this. This is possible. But eliminate the scholarships. But pay them. So they won't be getting benefits. So they're using that money to pay for their free tuition and all that stuff and etc. So that could be a possibility instead of to make balance things out because instead of getting both the free scholarship and getting paid on top of that. That's something that's just kind of too much and overbearing. These are just college kids. You know, I'm a college kid and, you know, I'm, you know, not living, you know, you know, or low budget and everything, you know. It's lucky these athletes get all this stuff. I'm not saying they don't, you know, they deserve it. They, they work their asses off to get there. But it's just something that needs to pull into question. So going on from that, um, I want to talk about um, the one and done rule. Because this kind of floats off of the last topic. Because um, the one and done rules are just huge. You know, it forces the player to... Well, they have still have the choice of going overseas. That's always a possibility. And there's been players in the past that have been doing that. But um, majority of players, you know, like Zion Williamson, they go right to Duke and for one year and they go to the NBA. So just quick turnover. And Duke has, you know, got top recruits every year. So it's just literally just like one lineup change to the other. Like every year, there's a different lineup. Every year, there's a different lineup. So it's new, ro- new, new rotation of five-star athletes. No, it keeps going. It's like a quick cycle. Um, you know, and I get, I get that how that's, you know, the possibility and how... It, it's just, it, I just don't like it, you know, it's just like, and plus two, when you have these players go in the NFL, uh, NBA draft, and they say, oh, this guy is from Duke, 
Sky only won for one year. He's not from Duke. You should put his high school. Because this guy only t- he only barely took any classes or term. Like, barely in a term. You know? This guy, he didn't graduate. He didn't get a degree from Duke. You know? Even though he wore a jersey, it was their likeness and everything. He got the scholarship from them. This guy is not from Duke. You know? Um... Well, that's my opinion on obviously I understand from people and other you know other aspects of it. Um, but more importantly, it should just be, should be like their high school. You know, obviously that's a small issue there. It doesn't really matter, but that's just my opinion on that. But I think they should. But in 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 my opinion too, like I think they should eliminate the one and done rule to benefit the league because it won't hurt. It won't hurt at all because. In the past, we had, in the previous, you know, 20 years, we had eliminated the, one. we didn't have the one-and-done rule. You know, we had players like LeBron James, <laughs> LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard, you know, Amir Johnson, you know, all those guys. I think Al Jefferson, I believe, I'm not sure on that one, I think so. Um, but yeah, Al, you know, those guys. And it's just... Um, successful players and the thing is when they eliminate the one and done rule be like all oh, all these then people are thinking be like oh my gosh all these players will be coming right out of high school this is crazy into the nba but think about it this way these players will be let be more intricately looked at because they are coming out of high school you know so when the nba scouts be looking at them they won't be going all on board for these guys they won't be all going on board for these guys because okay these get the, the in the mind of the nba scout they'll look at them they'll be like okay these guys they haven't played college talent yet they'll be playing they're playing high school level these guys look amazing on highlights and everything they have the best highlight tape everywhere you know unbelievable sick music they look great everything but this guy hasn't played real talent yet you know um, I understand what the AU and everything is getting bigger, but so it's like it won't hurt. It won't hurt because these players, they're just you know, they'll be fine. It will be fine, you know, personally, um, because there'll be a fewer amount of guys coming out of high school, and it'll force the remaining of the top guys good to go into college, you know, and they'll kind of like be like, oh my gosh, I missed the cut, you know, I should might as well just stay all three years. Obviously, that's not the case. They could just leave again for one year, but um, but they should just do it. Um, and even, too, like, they should expand the, you know, make G League a priority. Because I love how how it's like that for baseball. You got guys coming um, in the Major League Baseball draft, like the Phillies, being a Phillies fan. Um, Mickey Moniak. Mickey Moniak was the number one pick for us. And he came out of high school. And he, since he was a young guy out of high school, we put him right towards the uh minors and i'm like i want to do that the same for the nba just go right to the g league you know if these guys are super young coming out of high school these guys unless they're like lebron james before okay this guy you know lebron james coming in that's an exception right there that guy was ridiculous look kobe Bryant too just coming out of high school being that mature being that skilled right at that age unbelievable but um but I, I would like to see more appreciation for the G League. So I feel like the G League is growing. It is growing. There's adding more teams every year. I love that. But I think it's it's very useful. And I think we're not taking it, the NBA is not taking advantage of it as much. Even though it is growing, um, the players don't get paid as much. But it, being in a, like if I was a top recruit, I would love to go to the G League 
and just work my way up. That's what it should be, just like how major the baseball farm system. It's just the way it is. You know, the guys get paid a little bit of money before they get to the big, big guys, the big pros, you know, and everything. It won't hurt. It won't hurt. All these guys are brought money these days. Um, I don't blame, you know, it's just, you know, it's money. is They make tons of money. Like, oh, I missed a cut for there. I'm like, you know, boo-hoo. Okay, you're making still makes, you know, one million a year. Come on. Like, seriously, you make so much money. Like, come on. You work, If you want to get better, if you want to make more money, you got to prove it on the court. You know, you know, whatever. So it's something that will be pretty interesting to see what happens, what they will do. Will they eliminate it or not? Will they force players to stay more years in college? I think that will be worse because it will make players more restricted. They feel tightened. But at the same time, too, it won't hurt because if you think about football. Football players, um, they stay average on like at least three years in college. You know, and like they, no one talks about the one and done rule for no one stays, you know, coming out of high school from say one year in college and go to right to the NFL. No, you don't, you don't see that, you know, you never see that. So it's like, it's interesting. It's just a, it's just a different sport. It changes the, the way you stay in, uh, like stay with the college teams. It's just the aspect of college, you know. In college sports it's just a complete different it's completely different and it's just very interesting in how the attitudes and moods change just because we're a different sport and so and you see it just coincides with the the money should they get paid but i'm like if they you know they don't like really have to get paid because there's options for the g league and inter- playing international those are two op- great options for players that they can utilize play against solid talent better than college in most cases in most cases and get paid decent amount of money obviously internationally they do get paid more than g league but they're great options for players if they want to succeed and get paid money they don't have to go to college in order this year i think hampton um five-star recruit he is going to play internationally that is a smart decision, and I'm really excited. I want that to be a new trend for the NBA. I want the be play. I want players instead of if they want to go to college, you stay at least three years. Like, come on, stay at least three years. You know, like all the famous athletes of all time, Michael Jordan, all these guys, they graduate at least four years. You know, um, it wouldn't hurt. So if you want to don't, if you don't want to stay, go to college and stay more years, just go to international G League. It doesn't hurt. It does not hurt. Um, obviously, for high schoolers, they can figure out a way to get through it. Because, you know, um, a great example would be um, uh, Anthony Simons for the Portland Trailblazers. He um, was a high school guy out of IMG Academy and somehow slipped his way into the NBA being a high schooler. Being a high schooler, which is hysterical, that the one and done rule is still up. And this guy was is a high schooler was still able to get through um, into the NBA right away. And obviously there was some. This guy was a five star recruit out of IMG, and IMG is one of the most premier academy high school academies in the uh, country. And um, this guy was able to find his way onto the, you know in the first round. Um, so like there's I mean obviously there's some details they probably had that made them you know be able to do that. But besides that, um, you know there's you know there's a bunch of options that could happen even if the one and done rule goes away. So it's just like 
I understand why these players are upset. They're not getting paid. They're not, um, they, you know, they feel like they should come right out of high school, you know, all that stuff. At the same time, these guys get, you know, get free tuition, free everything, you know, all this, all this free food and everything. They're pampered and everything. And well, this, you know, at the same time, they do, they deserve it. They work their asses off to get that. I get that. I completely get that. But at the same time, for the aspect for the one and done rule, they have options to succeed elsewhere and get paid money, which they want to get paid money. So the G League and the International League. Go there. If you want to do that, go there. That's that's just my opinion. But so, very fascinating topics that, you know, that's, that's circulating. So I'm um, going to end it there for Sporvana Sports. Um, you know, today is... Uh, june 13th um so and another hot day summer day in oregon so um i'll uh, hopefully i can cover more of the nba finals and any impending interesting topics in the nba draft that's coming up so um because obviously that plays in with a lot of things um with my current topics today so uh have a good night and uh see you another time